Hello and welcome to yet another edition of the Unqualified Huddle. It's me, Simon, and back again, Sham, Shan. How you boys doing? I'm good. It's a late night podcast recording here for us on a Thursday night. Um, it's very late. I'm in trouble, so we need to like get moving. The wife is it's, it's not like midnight or anything. Like, <laughs> like oh, we just have bedtime at this point in our life. We're, we're, we're just busy people. We just, you know, we're not we're not young kids anymore. We have jobs we have to go to. Me especially, I actually have to go into my office tomorrow. So, you know, I need to get into bed. So you're telling time. me you're telling me you're not watching the Tennessee Titans versus the Green Bay Packers tonight. No, I'd like to because I'd like to see if Christian Watson would get it, like would uh, move on from <laughs> like Harry's form over from the last game, catching half of fifty percent of his targets for a hundred and twenty odd yards. That's As... some sarcasm there because <laughs> we just 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 been discussing my fantasy team, um, but I think that is literally the only exciting thing about this matchup. Do you want to um, hear a weird stat, guys? Aaron Rodgers leads the NFC in touchdown passes, even though the Green Bay Packers are averaging seventeen points per game. That is weird because I couldn't tell you who's caught those passes at all for him. Is this another one of your um, Aaron Rodgers is still playing at MVP <laughs> level? Uh, Aaron Rodgers MVP candidate. Hey, if without Aaron Rodgers, I wonder where the Packers would be right now. Uh, Probably picking first or second overall. Uh, who knows? But, uh, you know, I think this is more interesting than what Shannon gave it credit for because the Titans, uh, while aren't playing their best football, still are kind of an interesting team. And the pack, like, it'll be interesting to see the Packers after um, a good win, I'd say, against the Cowboys. I don't know how good I'd say it was, but it, it was a good win. If they could then build on that momentum and continue to push for playoffs, I mean, there there are a lot of games. They're four games back from the the divisional leader, the Minnesota Vikings. So that'll be hard. Like that'll be hard for them to make up. But Vikings have a tough game though as well this week. But the the NFC. Um... Playoff uh, wildcard spots are wide open for the yeah, Packers what, to grab. That's what I was going to say. They, they're still well within the mix of that that wildcard spot. I mean, a lot of teams are in the mix of that wildcard spot. To be wait, honest. wait, you say this. The um, NFC least is has got the Giants at seven and two. They've got the Cowboys at six and three. It's not exactly wide. There's three teams these days in the wildcard. Yeah, there's that three. There's three spot. teams. They're, they're looking for that third spot at the minute. Because as you rightly said, the Cowboys and the Giants look likely that they might get that that first and second wildcard spot. And this is what the NFL wanted, really, with just more teams in the mix when they opened up this expanded playoffs. Well, they wanted that seventh team, and the seventh team could just be a very poor team. But um, it's not... no. if, it's, if it's from the NFC West, it won't be poor. Well, that's what I was going to say as well. You've got the NFC West in the, in the mix as well, the Seahawks and the, the 49ers. There's a lot of teams that have still got potential to make these playoff spots. Um, Packers are Packers are trying to race there. I don't think they're as good as the other teams that are trying to get there, though. Yeah, although the NFC West will take games from off each other, so there is that. Well, to be so fair, the NFC East. I, I'm just looking at the current standings. The Packers are currently level with the. Uh, well, sorry, no, they're not level, but they're ninth currently in the NFC picture. The, mm. the teams ahead of them are Washington Commanders, who are what five and five, five and five, yeah, and then the 49ers. And the rest I mean, of the NFC the, least. Their, their expectation is the 49ers are going to hit their form, right? It's insane. Well, the NFC beast. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, no. I, but, I, you know, coming back to the game, though, I think it, I think it'll be interesting. I think it will it'll show if the Packers still have that juice, if they're still able to to play, or if, if it is just a lot of hype. Anyway, let's pick it. What are we saying? I'm going to 
Oh, Green Bay. Christian time. Watson goes off. Oh, oh. Now, now you're speaking from your fantasy point. I'm oh. saying this is built for Tennessee now. King Henry running around, Tannehill feeding off of that. This is this is the time to time to shine. I wonder if the Packers will try and do what they started, try to do at the start of the Cowboys game and counter uh, the opposition by running a lot. They're, they're not using their run game enough, um, the Packers, or not effectively. This could be a Henry versus Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon type game. Well, I, I'm also going to pick the Titans in this game, I think, just because I trust the Titans run game more than I trust this Packers defense with the injuries that they've had. And also... Um, this isn't a Cowboys team that's going to like let you get back into the game. Titans are a team that when they're ahead, they'll continue to play ahead. They're not a team that will let you come back. Um, I, let's talk about a game that sounds like it's going to be... Uh, it's not only that interesting, but what's interesting is the weather aspect. This Bills game, Bills versus Browns game, sounds like it's going to be in a six-foot of snow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, been, it's moved to Detroit. It's been moved oh, to is Detroit, it? Detroit, yeah. Oh, there you go. I don't know. That, that's that's breaking news for me. Uh, is it is it Thanksgiving game uh, games next week as well? Yeah, yeah they're playing and yeah. they're playing Detroit, so they're going to play two games of Ford Field in a row. So that's, they that's, probably that's might. Quite nice, no, there, that's right? quite nice though. No, that's quite nice though, because you would you would be able to potentially stay there, like you said, or even not even stay there. You get used to the stadium, though. Get used to what your surroundings are and stuff. It's nice. Yeah, I, I like, like it. I mean, I, like I feel it, for the Buffalo Bills fans, but Bills fans and Bills organization you you've submitted a new proposal for a stadium <laughs> with no dome or cover like come on just give it a roof it looks good though, doesn't it stadium well, looks good well, you're paying fine. billions and you you might miss out on a game in your home stadium i just feel like this every is, five years well i feel like this is a story that we come across every single year is that the buffalo are playing another snow game like there's a, there's a bad snow game in buffalo and i just feel like yeah it's, it's right what you say they could put a they could put a roof on I don't like, like maybe they don't want a dome because maybe they like the the outfield advantage stuff, but they could put at least like a, a break on it or something like that. Something to a cover it a little bit. Yeah, retractable roof. You've seen it in European stadiums often. Yeah, retractable yeah, roof. Works. Or just just leave a partial roof, so you know you still get the vibe. Uh, <laughs> you still get the home field advantage. <laughs> just just have your side covered. <laughs> the side uncovered. Well, yeah, just just like the sideline, just the sideline. So a little strip. Just some like, just some like uh, drawstrings, just to you know, like pull the curtain back when you've seen the <laughs> sides of the field. But no, I, I am, um, I, I don't like this that they that they're playing snow over here. But anyway, to the game. Um, obviously, the Bills, uh, they won last week. Oh, no, uh, they lost no, last no, week. no, no, they did not. No, they lost in a humiliating fashion against Kirk Thuggins. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. They they fumbled the ball. That was it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a good look for them. But this is probably a good bounce back game opportunity, right? Because obviously, Brissette's still starting for the Browns. The Browns haven't looked too good the last few weeks. Um, it it seems like a perfect bounce back game for the the Bills, right? Well, yeah. The the, the only um, before you try and make this sound interesting, Sham. The only the only decent, decent thing about this game is that's been played in Detroit. That's that's literally it. <laughs> that's the only interesting thing. <laughs> I mean, for for the Brownies, they've to me, they've got to get Chubb going. Like that's their way of winning, right? But they've got Deshaun Watson, who started practicing this week. It's worth mentioning that point that he'll be. Please. He's not back for two more weeks. Yeah, but he started practicing this week, and they they're probably it, getting their eye towards week thirteen. And plays with that mention, I'm ready to move on to the next game. <laughs> but I'm just, just gonna say, in two more weeks, they'll be out of the playoff running, so it doesn't matter if they get to Sean Watson back or not. But yeah, let's let's pick it. Let's go on. I'll pick the Bills. 
I mean, everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's move on then. The best game. The best game of the week. Got it. Best of the week. Dallas Cowboys, Minnesota Vikings. It is a, it is a tasty one. I'll give it that. It is tasty. Two, um, two winning teams. Although every Cowboys week. lost last week. Well, yeah. Well, I think the Vikings still. I don't trust them. They're not an eight to one team. You can't trust them though. That that record flatters them. <laughs> but this is a game between two teams that no one ever trusts. The Cowboys with you know they never play to their mm. parts. The, the Cowboys Vikings might be better than the Eagles though on their day. Yeah, I, that's I, the problem. I trust These the Cowboys. Teams. I trust the Cowboys' record more than I trust the the Vikings. Six and three sounds more reasonable for even this Vikings team. Sound if someone said to me the Vikings were six and three, I'd say yeah, that sounds right. This eight and one record just is absurd. Um, and like the Cowboys, like you said, for me, then they're not better than the Eagles. But I mean, the Eagles didn't show up last week, but they're not better than the Eagles on their day. I actually think that they're, they're that step below. But their defense is really good when it plays well. Their defense is really good. And their offense can move the ball when Dak Prescott and CeeDee Lamb aren't giving the game away. To me, this is this is a game where I think Dak Prescott's mistakes last week at the end of Packers would show at even greater levels because of guys like Harrison Smith and Patrick Peterson, their vision, their experience. They'll try and bait Dak Prescott in this game. The Cowboys better run the ball. Um, better than they did last week, but, but, I, but I, I trust the Vikings more in this. But this Vikings defense, like obviously they brought in the new coordinator, like new head coach, with the idea of they need to modernize this offense and like make it a bit more, you know, cut current for the NFL. But this defense has been the actual like side of the ball that's winning games for them, in my opinion. Like this defense has looked really good this year. I think their offense has had to put up a lot of points though in a lot of games, even last week against Buffalo. Who's I mean, who's in... got the advantage in defense and offense? For me, I'd say the Cowboys. Like, if if everything clicked, I'd say their defense is better and their I, offense could be better. I, yeah. I like the. I oh, know. I'm, I'm. I disagree. I think the Vikings have higher ceilings on their players. No, because they've got like, the better, better receiver. They've got the better running back. What one receiver though? They're better one receiver as a as a group. I would say the Cowboys. Uh, who do you trust on the other Cowboys as receivers? I trust Dak more than Cousins. Yeah, I trust that model cousins. CD Lamb and Gallup are better than Phelan and Jefferson right now. For Don't me. give me that. Jeff- Although Hawkinson adds another wrinkle though to Vikings. Sure. Davin Cook as well. I mean, to me and Matt, I think Tony the Pollard. Vikings to be nah, but they're not. They're not Davin Cook. Michael Parsons. Yeah. Yes. Vikings okay, don't fine. have that that type of player. They don't. No, but they don't have a. I mean, do the Cowboys have a Harrison Smith at safety? No. Who can bait you, make plays? They have one of the best corners in the league. Oh, no, he, he's a mistake-prone but, I mean, Travon, I mean, Diggs is a guy, yes, he can make plays, but he's also a guy give plays. And Justin Jefferson's going to make sure... I mean, you don't see anyone locking up Justin Jefferson from the Cowboys. There's not that type no. of lockdown he's, quarterback. He's disappeared a few games this year, Justin Jefferson. I he, know we're all comes... hyped about his amazing game. No, he comes out in spurts. Even in even in games, he'll disappear in app, like in games for whole quarters at a time. But he'll come out in spurts where he'll be on like uncoverable for a, like a drive. But then but, outside of that, he he is very much like in the cornerback's pocket. But the Vikings can play different ways on offense to win games. They can play the run first. They can go to other receivers. They can go to KJ Osborne. They can go to their tight end now. 
Like, well, yeah, they Hawk- can play different and I don't see that with the Cowboys. Hawkinson Hawk- is, is intriguing because obviously traded from the Lions and since he's been there, they've really included him in their playbook. Like, they've really wanted to get him involved. And I think it's been really helpful for Cousins more than anything to have that sort of extra outlet that Irv Smith wasn't really bringing, even though... Yeah, he wasn't Smith's given a chance, was he? Really? Not really. Yeah. Like, Irv Smith's a good good Titan, but I don't think you... I think Hawkinson's a better Titan, for sure. But I think, like, Irv Smith wasn't given a fair chance. Um, let's pick it though. Anyway, uh, I'll, I'll go first again, and I'll say the Vikings in this one. Oh, so you know, you've said the Vikings? Well, the hyping of the what was that switcheroo? Just saying, I'll go with the Vikings. I, I've got uh, I've got JJ on my on my team on my fantasy <laughs> team. I have to go with the play, but I also have Tony Pollard. So this will be an interesting game for me to watch. Zeke might be playing. Um, but, uh, re- regardless, I'm they should they Dallas. should play they should play Pollard. But yeah. Well, I've alluded to the Vikings. I'm sticking with that pick, so I'm going Vikings. All right. Let's talk about the the late game. Uh, because I know, I know Channel said earlier that it's not that interesting anymore. But Chiefs please, don't, please don't. Yeah, okay. Thank God. Um, <laughs> it's not that late every game. It's 4.25 uh, p.m. Eastern time. I was, gonna, I was no, it's, w- it's worried been, you were going to say Bengals Steelers. But... It's been flexed. Okay, good, good, good. It's it's been flexed to the Sunday night game, so it's ah, it's yes. one twenty a.m. Whatever that is in in uh, America. In, yeah. <laughs> I mean, eight twenty p.m. I think. Yeah, um, this this Chargers game though, like this Chiefs Chargers matchup, always sort of brings fireworks for me. Like it never fails it. to disappoint. Yeah, it never fails to disappoint. I know, like Chargers are hurting, have a lot of injuries and stuff. Literally yeah. hurting. Just Justin yeah. Herbert's hurting still. Yeah, every, everyone's hurting. Like they're, they're Keenan Allen. The receivers are all out. Like it's been uh, Palmer. That's it for the last few weeks, and he's not a wide receiver one, unfortunately for them. But the yeah, the, this this Chargers team they're all beat up, but they always bring like a bit of extra juice when it comes to the Chiefs because it's divisional. Yeah, but Patrick Mahomes right now is playing at an MVP level. Uh, we talk about MVPs all the time, but he's he's <laughs> actually performing like prime Patrick Mahomes right now. But but he's also without his receivers, potentially. Juju got a concussion last week. He might not play the game. McCall Harbin also might be out for the game. So then it's left with Tony, right. who now seems like a great pickup. All right, for, forget Mahomes. You've got Pacheco taking off, <laughs> taking the league by storm right now. Got the starting game. No, Clyde got, what, four no. snaps? Yeah, Clyde got, Clyde got no snaps. It's, it's surprising that he hasn't done an Elo Benjamin and, you know, shouted at his coaches to get himself cut. But, you know... Uh, hey, Benjamin's um oh, the wow. reason why he got fired is, is apparently gonna be on hard knocks that, that'd be interesting. Well that'd be interesting to say. I, I mean uh, when that's probably shown is I'm gonna still be there. But anyway, I'm not gonna <laughs> get into that. But uh, I I think the Chargers have got a better chance than they did last week because Mike Williams and Keenan Allen are both practicing. If they can both go, this Chargers team looks completely different. Justin Herbert looks completely different. Um, let's face it, Justin Herbert's probably not been the guy we thought this year. And a lot of that is to do with his receivers. Yeah, well, but a lot of it is also... As well. But if you look at his performances with and without Keenan Allen, even when oh, it's healthy, sure. there's a big difference. And well, it, it's it hard, shows... to, hard to play without a competent receiver. Like, it's hard to play without your best player. Yeah, no, he's a true number one. But, like, let's see what Keenan Allen's got left this season. Like, I'm worried about his injury. Nah, this is prime Keenan Allen time. 
like he normally spends the first half of the season with a hamstring and then comes back at the back end so everyone remembers that Keenan Allen's actually a great wide receiver. It, it wouldn't surprise me if that literally happens in the next <laughs> few weeks. He, he just turns into the best receiver in the league, catches yeah. 12 passes a game. Like uh, that, that's, that just seems like the story every year with him. Yeah, and um, Miko Hardman's just been placed on IR. So, it's, uh, so he's out, out then. He's, he's out, out for four games. Juju's out probably because he didn't practice today, I believe, on Thursday. So they're going to be relying on Kadarius Tony, guys. What and MVS? I don't forget yeah. MVS. MVS. MVSD. I mean, are they going to run again? Is that? And I bet Andy Reid felt very uncomfortable running last week. But they everything be able they to wanted to do, they got. They, they can't run, especially against this Chargers team, which they'll just pass their way through Eckler. Um, and they'll pop scores. And Josh Palmer, he's underrated. I know Keenan Allen makes the team go, but Josh Palmer is a very, very good number three. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think uh, Palmer, like I said, I think he's good. I don't think he's the number one receiver, though, inside, which is why he's had to play the last few weeks. I feel like he needs someone there to help out, someone that is a true number one. But anyway, let's pick it. Let's move on. Uh, let's talk about some other games. Um, Chanel, do you want to start us out? I'll go with Kansas City. Safe choice. I'm Shan- going Kansas City as well. I'm going to take Ooh, it. Safe choice. Do I do it? Do I do it? I bat them to win the division. That's not likely. However, I'll back them to win the game. I'll pick the Chargers. Why not? Wow. Where's, you know, a little bit of fun. A little bit of fun, you know. I'll pick the Chargers. This is insanity. Let's talk about a little bit of fun here. Simon, your lead is cut down to three. You're on 85 points. Yeah. Shannon and I are both level on 82. We've not, that massively on Because I'm not being boring, mate. That's all it is. Hey, maybe you just want to do what you did last year's uh, podcast. Blow, blow last it away. Year's picks. Yeah, just blow it all away and come last. Anyway. Move on. Let's move on with our lives and move on to a game that I actually think could be the best game of the week. Although Shannon's also said, Shamil, sorry, said to me earlier, oh, it's boring. But the New York Jets versus the New England Patriots. <laughs> I mean, come on. This hey. all happened when these two teams met just a couple of weeks ago. But it's a diff- different scene now. It's a different scene. What, this in is two a re- weeks? It's a redemption game for the Jets. They know now they need to come in and they need to perform. Otherwise, people won't take them seriously. People won't take this record seriously. Well, won't say that they're coming into their own seriously. Honestly, if they if they get sweeped by the Patriots when the Patriots are having a terrible year, no one's going to take this season seriously well, from them. Well, this has got a huge narrative in terms of Zach Wilson versus Mac Jones, uh, yeah. two of the supposed premier quarterbacks in the draft class. And both of them are really disappointed. Yeah, and yeah, both of them are on the edge of losing their jobs, I think, at the end of the year. But with if they continue this play, do you f- foresee either know. of them starting? No, I, I don't know how Zach Wilson loses his job based on the fact that they're six and three. They won't be high enough, uh, high up enough in the draft to be able to make moves. Yeah, yeah it's I not, mean, it's I not like other years where they could take a, a quarterback first or second overall. It's it's literally at this point they're looking at getting a mid round draft pick. Yeah, and no, I reckon they'll, they'll probably do it. I, I don't think Zach Wilson's coming along at all. But I, let's, let's see. If you can do it against any, anyone, you don't expect it to be against the Patriots. It, it won't be Zach Wilson. It won't be the Wilson to make a difference. Garrett Wilson is the is, is, is coming into his own. Like and he looks yeah. like uh, he could break into the elite wide receivers in the next year or two. Not, not just that though. I think this running game is going to be important for them. Like yeah. this next running game with James Robinson now having a bit more time to get used to the play, but probably helped his knee out a little bit because I think they were on a bye last week. So I think it helped his knee out a little bit, uh, have a bit more rest on it. 
him and him and Carter will make a good backfield for them, and I think that's going to make a big change for their <laughs> for their offense. If they want to win, they've got to they've got to have good games. Yeah, because if they're going to leave Zach Wilson to carry this team, it's not going to work. Same with the Patriots. If they're going to lead Mac Jones against this really good Jets defense, it's not going to work. Well, this is going to be one of those run-heavy games. Well, they'll just do what they've done the last few weeks, which is hand the ball off to Stevenson. I thought you were going to say bring on Bailey Zappi because that that could also happen if uh, Matt Jones is having a bad game. We know how Belichick feels about Zappi. The New England crowd will be all for that. Until he throws a pick, right? Until he throws a pick. No, I I, I just think it's good because I actually think the Jets... Like, I don't want to say a must win, but I because obviously six and three, it's not really that much of, much of a must win. I just think it's a must win for their narrative of the season to say that like, we've turned it around. Because if if they get swept by the Patriots, I feel it's hard for them to turn around and be like, "Yeah, we've turned it around, guys." If, if they yeah. want to get in the playoffs, this is a must win because uh, their division's close at the moment, um, and the AFC has some strong strong teams. For sure, for sure. I mean, they're I, currently sitting in the playoff mix in the wild cards. They're currently fifth in the wildcard seeds right now. So that's the Jets. The Patriots are seventh as well. So they're all in there. All right. Well, let's let's pick it. Sham? Patriots. Oh. Sam? I can't pick this one, but I'm picking New England. Oh. This is a week where you two catch me up, it seems. Because I've always backed the Jets. Mo- well, mostly backed the Jets. <laughs> when you didn't um, back the Jets, they, they actually won. They actually won, yeah. No, no, it's the opposite. When I didn't back the Jets, they bloody they lost. <laughs> but no, I, I don't remember anyway. Uh, but I will pick the Jets anyway because I, I, again, I I just don't want to see them get swept. It's full of my heart, <laughs> you know. <laughs> let's uh, let's talk about one more and then we'll we'll end it. Let's talk about the Forty Niners and the Cardinals. And yeah, we, 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 we to... yeah, we sort of do yes. because we want to talk about you know Benjamin. Uh, we alluded to it earlier with him being cut. He was probably the Cardinals' best running back this season. Uh, Connor hasn't looked as good. It's, well, he's not as, been healthy. Well, Connor's been injured a lot this season. Maybe help, maybe they should have got David Johnson. Maybe they should have got David Johnson. Or maybe they shouldn't just cut their best running back. Like obviously we don't know we don't know all the ins and outs about what's about what's going on. Sorry, my dog in the background, everyone. I think someone's just come in my house, so you know she goes <laughs> mental. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I like it'd be interesting to find out what actually has occurred. Obviously, the reports are that he was unhappy that once Connor got back in the lineup, Connor got basically all the snaps, and he got, I think it was four snaps or something like that. He got some, he got a ridiculous. That time is spread. dodgy, though. I mean, he should be getting more playtime than that. Like James Connor shouldn't be uh, three down back. Um, Every drive, there should be, uh, especially with how you know Benjamin's played. He's got the best yards per carry. To be honest, I don't really care for that stat, but still, it is something worth worth noting. Well, uh, uh, sorry, Simon. Yeah, I mean, I was just wanting to say, this looks more like a coaching thing than a Steve Kime thing. If they didn't play him that many snaps, then he gets uh, cut. It looks like th- there was an issue there with the coaching staff. Um, but also, he's landed with the Houston Texans now. Yeah, I mean, what, does he feel better horrible... for it? Yeah. Damien Pierce back on, on the bench. Oh, Damien <laughs> Pierce, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's not what a, even... what a horrible situation, though, to go from to go from the Cardinals to the the Texans. And I mean, I, there was there was obviously multiple teams put a waiver claiming for him because the uh, the Chiefs put a claiming for him, the Saints put a claiming. I for would him. have loved him being on the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah, he's a type about the Chiefs need some someone with well, power. It, I mean, he is a Pacheco style type player. 
Well, it, it, it just brings a bit of juice. Like, like, I really don't understand this move. And I, I guess part of it is that they paid Connor a lot of money in the off-season to stay at the Cardinals. So they have to sort of see that investment paying off a little bit. And I guess that's part of the problem. Is I say a problem, you know what I mean? Like, they have to sort of say, like, we've made this investment now, we've got to stick with it. But I, I always feel like you should play the player that gives you the better chance of winning a game. And I feel that Benjamin gives you a better chance of winning the game or at least using them both together in conjunction with each other would give you a better chance than saying sayonara Miami's shown just how to do it like they they had got Edmonds in they paid him a lot of money didn't work out they got Jeff Wilson in and uh, most of was already doing well but they realized they would want to give the job to you know they get a large part of the job to Jeff Wilson which worked out and San Francisco as well they've paid McCaffrey a lot of money but realized that they still want Eli Mitchell still involved in the game plan but it well, shows you two two back systems as a way to go. And this Cardinals team that are still four and six in the mix in that NFC, it's like if they're giving up the season with this move. And I don't get it. You should be fighting. You should be, you're still a relevant team. Don't make it irrelevant. James Conner's not a guy who can handle it. He's shown that this year. Well, it, it, it's just not a guy to do it in the zone. And I think you're right. They are still in the mix. So this is what weirds me out about this this. Uh this move but obviously there, there were coaching issues and stuff that's what what was like said about it like Shannon said earlier it'll be on hard knocks uh because they're the team at the minute that are having the hard knocks through the middle of the season so it it, it should come on hard knocks or at least it should be alluded to but the biggest story uh in this is Colt McCoy could be playing as well Kyler Murray uh is day-to-day he may be there, but he's got a hamstring. And even if Kyler plays, he won't be 100%. Colt McCoy gives you a better chance of winning. Uh, <laughs> I can't even argue with that. <laughs> Colt McCoy gets your receivers more involved. He'll, like, get, Colt... he'll get rid of the ball fast against this pass rush. Yeah, which is what you need to do against the, yeah. this San Francisco team. And I'm interested to see how the 49ers deploy their running back situation this week. Last week, Elijah Mitchell had four more carries in McCaffrey, 18 to 14, which was surprising. Um, Shanahan alluded to wanting them to have similar carries. I want to see how they move this going forward. I, they're a good team on paper. I don't hate it though because you let McCaffrey do what McCaffrey does best, which is get into space. Like you use them in those like more third down back situations and let Eli Mitchell be the bell cow and like carry the ball. I actually don't hate it. I think that's a good use for him because McCaffrey has a long history of injuries. Obviously, you don't want you don't want to pay a lot of money for him and him be injured straight off the bat. And that comes from you being a Saints fan, watching Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara work really well as a tandem. I mean, let, let's not let's not uh, make it out like committee backs are the way to go because so I many committee backfields don't work. No, I, and so I, many future backfields work. I, I think I think a double, like I think two backs is the way forward in the NFL, and I think teams are showing it. But you yeah, know, if you got and there are two good backs usually available for teams. And there if are that's a lot the thing. Of good backs. If if you don't have two good backs, you have one good back, then it's a one back system for sure. And you have like a, a third down receiver sort of thing. But if you've got two good running backs, use them. Use your best players. Get your best players out on the field. That's that's the best motive for it. Right, let's pick this game and then we'll go for the rest. Um, I'll pick the 49ers. I'm not going to mess about. <laughs> now I'm picking 49ers. I can't mess about either. Like They're the safer team. They're the team that, that I like rising. I can't pick my Cardinals this week. I'm going for 49ers. <laughs> uh, let, let's be real. Scum. <laughs> I, I always hate it when people don't back their team, Shan. <laughs> no, right, you, oh, you, you, you're going to back the Saints then? 
I, when I've, I've I've only like once not back them this season, so like don't come at me about that. I, and, I and need look a win, at their record. The weekly weekly pick, uh, you know, championship again this year. So, you know, I I need to pick the team that's like going to win. Let's go through the rest of the way. So we'll start out uh, Bears versus Falcons. Uh, oh, Shannon, Falcons, gonna... because uh, Fields will come back down to us at one point. He he might be a star in the future, but I'm still expecting some inconsistency. Give me the Bears. I mean, Justin Fields right now is electric and I want that to continue. Yeah, I'm also taking the Bears. I actually think the Bears are on the better for- run of form at the minute. Um, and I want to see what more Justin Fields can do. Um, Panthers and Ravens. I mean, uh, this is Ravens, right? Ravens, yeah. Yep. Oh, Ravens, like, there's not really much to talk about. I mean, ba- Baker Mayfield, is he starting? I think Sam Darnold is, is like, yeah. like Panthers want players Le- might want him to start. I mean, like Sam said, nothing to talk about. That. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, I'd, I'd, like let's just move on with our lives. Uh, Washington Commanders versus the Houston Texans. I mean, again, there's not really much to talk about here. Obviously, Texans had uh, an upgrade to their running back, having Benjamin <laughs> signed for them. But aside from that, uh, this is the Commanders game to lose, uh, and that's my pick. This is Heineke's game. Yep, Commanders. Yeah, th- this shows how much we all believe in Heineke, really, with how how often we're now picking them. I, don't, I believe in Brian Robinson. He's had a, 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 you know, even though he he hasn't really been out for a year, should get comeback player of the year. No, he gets shot as you run the ball like that. I, 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 I'm, I'm on board with career. that. He, he, that one shot. Shot. he had shot. He got shot. Yeah, <laughs> true. I mean, shot where the man got, got shot. Michael Thomas stubbing his toe and not coming back on the field. Yeah, true. To be fair, he's, he got Keenan Allen was was injured before Ke- Robinson got shot. I'm Robinson. sorry, Michael Thomas. I didn't mean that. Robinson's <laughs> come back from his shooting and. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Rob- Robinson was out for four weeks after getting shot. Some of these other players have a poorly hamstring and they're out for the season. Like, come on now. Anyway, let's <laughs> let's calm down. Let's move on. Uh, the Eagles and the Colts. Third dud in a row here. I mean, this is a bad game, right? Let's go, Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. Well, the only thing I know to say is they've signed Linville Jovis and Ndamukong Sue as of today. I think Jordan Davis has gone on to IR for them, so they needed to show up the, the defensive tackle position. And I think it's, they're both good moves. They're both guys that can add a little bit for them. So yeah, yeah, they needed to stop the run. They were really struggling. That's why Jordan Davis' loss was big, part yeah. of that rotation. Robert Quinn hasn't played. He's averaging 14, uh, sorry, 16 snaps since they traded him from the Chicago Bears for a fourth-round pick. They need to try and get more him on the field more, I think, as I, well. I, I think they've got big depth, though, at defensive end, which they is do. Their, 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 like, issue. It's hard to get all those guys playing time. But um, I'd pick the Eagles as well in this. I think they'll have a bounce-back game uh, from their last game against the Commanders. Uh, the LA Rams versus the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to pick the Saints, of course. Is Stafford back? Yeah, potentially. I don't know, I don't actually. Know. Let me quickly get into my little office. Uh... Do you know who's not back? Cooper Cup. Yeah, gone, guy's yeah. gone on IR. Yeah, it? without Cup, the, the, the whole offense. Um, Matthew Stafford practiced in full, expects to start on Sunday. That's going to have think... a rough, rough game of it then. I don't think it, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it changes matters. I'm, I'm the Saints. I'm not confident because the LA's defense is actually good and the Saints' offense is really bad, but. LA's offense is really bad and the Saints defense is okay. So, you know. I mean, I said that wrong, but you know I you remember the gist of what I was saying. 
Yeah. I'm going with the Saints as well because Chris Olave is looking like a star. Um, we've not talked about him a lot this year or, because the Saints, yeah, because the Saints are boring. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's but not very good. I expect the Saints to dispatch this Rams team now. I've, um, I've soured on this Rams. What, I mean, what, it'll be it'll be a, an upset if the Rams were to actually beat the Saints at this point. I think. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they start uh, Winston at all for the rest of the year. If they're just going to keep rolling with Dalton, because as I've talked about previously, we need to see what Winston has. Otherwise, we're in the quarterback market. I mean, ha- have you not been watching the NFL for like the past? <laughs> However many years. Yeah, yeah, I have. But anyway, moving on. Uh, Detroit Lions, New York Giants. Um, I struggled with this. It's it's a tough matchup. I'll, I'll go first. It's a tough matchup because the Giants just, uh, they beat the Texans quite well. But the Lions just came off a, a gritty win. A so, lucky win. <laughs> but I will, I'll go with the side that's more consistent and pick the Giants in this game. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't trust them because they're a one-score winning team. And with how many points the Lions are going to put up... Well, the Lions are a one-score winning team. (laughs) Yeah, I suppose I just don't see the Giants as a high-powered offense. Or the Detroit Lions can be on their day. Uh, But I think the uh, Lions can only play well from behind. So that's why I'm picking uh, Giants. I'm going Giants as well. Um, Simon, did you say you picked the Giants? That's as well, yes. Yeah, so, so it's all of us. All right, uh, Raiders versus Broncos. Uh, I'm going to pick the Broncos in this. Let's ride. Yeah, I mean, didn't you do this, their, their last game as well, and it didn't work out quite well for you against the Titans? Is that the, the Broncos? Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, have you seen this Raiders team? True. <laughs> but Russ ain't cooking. No. Uh, Sutton, I don't know. He's a, he's a fine receiver, He's not uh, an alpha receiver. He doesn't get enough separation. But their, but their defense is still pretty good. And like that's the best unit on this team, on this yeah. like, pitch. I, I think uh, if the Broncos average just get 20 points a week, they're, I think they're well, nearly that, that, undefeated. That was a stat, wasn't it? Yeah. It, it was a stat. It was, it, was, uh, it was 19 points a game or something like that. If they, if they were averaging 19 points a game, they would, they would be like 8-1 this year. And last yeah. season... Drew Locke was averaging 20 points a game. <laughs> That's insane. Um, however, I'm going with the Raiders Ooh. because surely their offense is too good. Mm. Uh, even without Ren- Wallet, even Waller without out, Waller. Renfro out, you know. Yeah. I- I'm expecting the Broncos to put points in this game, but I'm still hoping on the, well, I'm still expecting the Raiders to win. Um, the corner, uh, Raiders haven't been good in the defensive backfield, but I still think they can win this one. All right, last but not least, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Arguably the worst game of the week. Yeah, probably. Let's not waste too much time on this one. It's, I'm picking the Bengals, yeah. The, the Steelers did beat the Saints last week, but it was a bad Saints team. So. I mean, the Saints at bottom of the NFC, well, with the, with the Bears, at three and seven. So, yeah, I mean, this week isn't a bad, as bad watch. But yeah, when you look at the Bengals coming off a bye week, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's caught, remember, his last game he played. Yeah, How many he, touchdowns did he score, guys? Yeah, he, scored, he scored a lot of points, that man. But yeah, it, it's, you know, it's, it's a good point to point out that the Eagles are getting a very nice draft pick from the Saints this year. Uh, anyway, that's it. Uh, so we will catch up with you again early next week. Um, until then, enjoy your games. 
Uh, hopefully your team wins, except for the LA Rams. Hopefully you lose. Uh, and on that it's, note... It's a good winning week for the Jags because we're on a bye. Woo! <laughs> Can't lose, so you, you win. <laughs> like exactly. It. All right. Until then, see ya. Peace. Bye.